every day. Millions of dollars are lost to a lack of IT oversight and inefficient infrastructure. At QEH2, we take your security seriously and can handle everything from a new business startup to a Fortune 500 looking to make a change. We are an IT company that puts your needs first. Call QEH2 today at 303-688-7531 or visit us online at www.qeh2.com. Mention the Ladies Chit Chat Club and receive a free security evaluation. 303-688-7531. QEH2. Business Intelligence. Hello, my friends. You are listening to Grit and Grace. My name is Taverly, and I am your host. I'm here to share my entrepreneurial journey with you and will be bringing on some amazing women who've been helping me, mentoring me, and inspiring me on how grit and grace helps them crush it in business, relationships, fitness, family, friends, and all that good stuff. Now, let's get started. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Grit and Grace. And we are going to have so much fun today because I have Betsy Weersma with me, and she is the founder of Camp Experience Network. And if you guys have not heard of her or haven't met her yet, you are going to be floored at how amazing she is. And she's also known as the Camp Mother. Is that right? Well, uh, yes, the founder of Camp Experience, but many of them, all the girls, call me the mother. I love that. Why do they call you the mother? Well, I think it's because the love attitude. Everything we do is so much about love. Love yourself. Love the world. uh, Love the moment that you're in. And I think I have kind of that mother energy that I want everyone to be okay and you to wear clean underwear. (laughs) So, you know, the things that mothers care about. So I think I'm the camp mother. I love that. And Betsy, we have known each other, I want to say a short time, but really not. Our spirits have known each other for a really long time because when I met you, it was definitely that connection of love and kindness. And I like that you and I both work from a place of wanting to have fun while we do all this stuff that we do because sometimes the fun gets pushed to the side and the fun has to matter because life is not worth living if you're not having fun doing what you're doing. Well, I had heard many things about you behind your back, Taverly. <laughs> um, so Susan Frew, of course, is one of my soulmates yes. and very, very good yes. friends. And she said, I am coaching this most amazing woman you have to meet, Taverly. And I'm like, what? Who? What? Of course I want to meet amazing women. Yes. So I think it's a blessing too to be on your team and yeah. to be one of your tribe and to watch your beautiful gifts you bring to the world. Well, thank you. I feel the same about you. And you have, you have, you have opened new avenues of communication for me to connect with and really authentically connect with so many other women like yourself. And that's what I love about Camp Experience. And I had, you know, I had no idea that that's what it was going to be like. And Susan had talked to me about it before. And I remember, I think it was like 2017, when she started talking about camp. I'm like, you go to camp? Like, what kind of camp? Like, I haven't heard about camp other than winter camp. We do a Krav Maga training camp, but that's different. But I haven't thought about like a female camp since I was like a teenager. And I was kind of curious. I'm like, what's going on here? Well, that is the whole gig. So when I moved to Colorado to date my sound guy, (laughs) my hot sound guy, Doug Lane, that I married, and now we're in our 19th year of wedding bliss. Mm -hmm. When I moved here, I was like, where is my tribe? Where is my tribe? Where are the women that care about making a difference in the world and having fun and being on fire for something? You know, passionate, um, silly, not so perfect. Where are my tribe? Where's my tribe? So I was really prayerful and thoughtful, and, and I really heard in my brain, camp, experience, camp, experience, camp. And I thought back to Girl Scouts, where we took over the leader's tent and stole all the s'mores. I know. 
We did. I know you you can't imagine that with my personality. I, I, I really I can't. We but. stole all the chocolate. We had a lock. We locked out the leaders and we ate all the chocolate. And I thought, okay, how do we as adults get back to our inner skeeter? Right? Mm. That that girl in the inside that gets smushed down by our job and our role and society and the shoulds and and the the stress of all the different things. Where is Skeeter? Where did Skeeter go? <laughs> so we decided if we could go away for a weekend that we would call it camp experience and that experiences like experiences of love and helping others would mm. bond our hearts. And from our hearts would become friendships. From friendships would be business relationships. We would do good and have fun. And that was 14 years ago. See, I love it so much. I love everything you just said so much. Because first of all, I would I would lock somebody out and eat all the chocolate. I, yeah, I, may, I, uh, yeah. may, I may have done that. Duh. Um, and, and the fact that you're doing it in a way that's really a heartfelt connection, that's the piece that matters. Because we can go to lots of networking events. You can go to lots of different events that are for women by women. But this is different because you're creating a platform for people to really connect in a, in a way that women like to connect. We're different than men. We like to connect with our hearts. And if you're not connecting with your hearts, People, you need to go find somewhere to connect with your hearts. Come see us at Camp Experience because it's amazing. Well, so so as the story goes, we walked out of the very first camp. We raised twenty thousand dollars for charity. Mm-hmm. I did not pay myself, and I spent twenty thousand dollars of my savings to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. And my husband kind of shook his head and said, uh, "Excuse me, excuse me. I thought you used to make money." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Honey, I'm doing God's work. Look at this. Look yeah. how awesome we're saving the world." And so. Uh, that was, again, the very first year, and we had about 160 people come the first year, and we all looked at each other the last day and said, well, we can't wait another year to see each other, so let's have a monthly networking group. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket, and we'll call it Camp Connections. So we started Camp Connections Southeast, which has grown to Camp Connections West, which is held mm. right here in this podcast studio, mm. and Camp Connections North at St. Anthony North Health Campus in Westminster. So we decided to have a networking group. Then we said, well, wait a minute. We need to drink some wine and shop and do girl things. So we started the social events. And so mm. now every year we have about 16 social events. And wait, there's more. Along the path, we used to have something called mini camp because we thought, well, let's just have a one day. So like so many things have come up and it all goes back to education, inspiration and connections for your life and your business. Yeah, and I know that you guys can't see us because this is audio only, and I wish we could because the whole time that she talks and she says all of that is her face is lit up like a ray of sun. It's so beautiful. I love that. Um, so how did you start, though? So go back to that first year. Like, how did you start? Where did you find this tribe of women that you initially took this idea and molded it and played with it and, and made it happen? Like, what, what did that look like? Because I know that it's not – well, it's never easy to start anything like that. And when, you, when you're starting something in a new place, right, that's, that's got to be an experience in itself. Yes. So I think this is the grit part of the Grit and Grace mm-hmm. uh, podcast. Well, when I started, I was very active in the National Speakers Association, and I was a worldwide speaker. So I've, I've given presentations in 20 countries. I've had a global TV show on a satellite for the Air Force. I've written books for the Air Force. So my past career was um, very international and very national, and I had a lot of friends that were speakers. Then I gathered everyone I knew and said, let's eat s'mores. Let's do a craft and let's dream what a girls camp could look like if we had one weekend for fun. So literally we had a woman named Chris Whitman and she was a graphic recorder and we had a four by eight piece of blank paper and a dream. 
And we all sat around and ate s'mores and made crafts and just talked about what if we had two and a half days off the clock? And it was very important, and I would tell your listeners when you're thinking about your own big idea. For me, I brought the idea spark and the start, and then I created the environment. And then the people brought their own ideas. Because it was very important from the very beginning to get lots of women and lots of personalities and lots of styles involved. Mm -hmm. So Gina Shrek herself, who's somebody who you and I both knew, actually dressed up like a camper. She thought it was a theme thing. She came in in shorts and she had like, you know, a flashlight. Yeah, she had a flannel. She had a flashlight. (laughs) She had a hiking thing. She's like, I thought this was a like a camp camp oh that's too funny so she brought her energy we had like 15 women and we really said well what would we do and one of the main things we would do is we would help other women Mm. and as I look around to all the networking things and so many people you know what's the difference how could we have raised a million dollars and be around now 14 years and I think it's because we really say do good and have fun We're really about the do good part. And that opens so many doors. So I started with that dream and I had the map that we drew and it showed fly fishing, uh, pillows with themes on them, angels in good weather, wine, bead jewelry, and helping charities. (laughs) So I took the map and started selling. Yeah, that's amazing. And did you keep working while you were doing that? Like, did you, were you working at the time or had you started your own business? Where were you when this first started rolling out? Well, I've always had a marketing business since dirt. I graduated from college in 1983 and started my own business in 1985. So I have had my own marketing business. And then I started a second business for public speaking and my books. So I've had two kind of businesses. So I was able to do some of my speaking gigs along the way. So I had a little bit of income. um, But mostly I poured it really back in to camp experience. And for a while I had a big client. I did a lot of travel. And then again, too, I just let all that go and focused on camp experience. And then came July 23rd, 2002. Mm. And? I got a phone call. Which was? You're having a baby. (gasps) You want to know what you're having. So I was in the frozen foods at King Supers. I'm not making this up. Okay. And I had had this coach because we had wanted to try adoption, right? Right. So um, I was 41 years old, and I was in a a strange King Supers, not in my neighborhood. So we were living in Aurora at that time. First of all, the fact that you remember exactly where you were at the time, its these are moments that we all have where you can pinpoint exactly what you were doing, where you were, where your hands were when your phone, when the the words came across your phone. Oh, it it even gets better. So I had been traveling for a speech. So I was in a strange King Supers at Bellevue and um, now... Yosemite. We're in Colorado, by the way, yeah, for those so of you that don't know. Yeah, we're in Denver, Colorado. So, <laughs> yeah. But just for context, I was in a weird part of town because I was between my client and going home to my house, and I needed to go shopping. And so I'm in the frozen foods, and I get a phone call, and it's literally the adoption attorney, and she said, a woman has chosen you. She's had the baby. It's a girl, and I'll let you know in the morning if she changes her mind, but get a plane ticket and come to Chicago and get your daughter. You have a one-day-old baby girl. So I look up, so I'm shocked, and I hang up from the attorney, and I look up, and the girlfriend that had been my coach for the adoption process was standing in the line next to me at King Super. Cheryl was standing right there, and I looked up, and I'm like, what are you doing here? I just got the call for the adoption. I just got the call for the adoption, and Cheryl of the whole world was standing in line. It was just like a totally God moment. And yeah. so then we call my husband and Cheryl grabs the phone yelling, congratulations, Doug, congratulations. Oh and he's yelling, gosh. who are you and what who are you congratulating? What's, what's going on? 
That is incredible. Yeah, so and we flew was... to Chicago and got a one-day-old baby girl. And that was in 2002? Yeah, so oh she is now gosh. 16. Amazing. And she is a teenager, and I'm turning 58, so yeah. just saying. All right. Just saying. Do that math. But um, so, so yes, so then I started focusing on parenting and yeah. also um, being – you know, the camp mom. And she was born in 2002 and campus started in 2006. So, you know, she was a little bit older, but um, life had really changed and it caused me to be focused on being what I call a work at home mom. Yeah. So it's a full-time job, but it's around the schedule of parenting that I chose, which is, you know, trying to be there, be the Girl Scout mom, be all the things. Yeah. Trying to balance it all in a way that fulfills not just your mom journey, but your business side too, and the, your connection with other women. Yeah, you do that. I know you're a good yeah. mom. Yeah. Taverly. It's, it's 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 a balance. I, I tell the funny story that I really only have done one pod, podcast about my mom journey and becoming um, a, 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 an empty nester, which lasted three months because my son unenrolled from school and came home. So at the time that I recorded that, I'm like, yay, look, my kid's both in college. And nope, you know, things go awry life happens one kid comes home one goes it's it's a journey that never ends <laughs> yeah well there you go empty nest you can't even be a nester yeah. you can only be an empty nest yeah, right, right exactly. just for a minute <laughs> right just for a second maybe you started a business in your basement or garage but let's face it that's lonely and meeting clients in coffee shops gets old really fast Enter Rise Collaborative Workspace. Rise was started by a woman just like you, who knows that you not only need a great space to meet clients, but also a great community for support and friendship. At Rise, they have offices or dedicated desk space to rent or drop-in memberships for those client meetings. Along with weekly learning and social events, Rise is the perfect workspace for women on the rise. Check out more about Rise at their fantastic website, riseworkspace.com, or stop by and check it out for yourself at the corner of Colorado Boulevard and 7th next to Trader Joe's. That's Rise Collaborative Workspace at riseworkspace.com, and tell them you heard about it from the Ladies Chit Chat Club. Well, I'm, I'm curious because I know that it's kind of a new, I want to say for me it's a new um, a new thought that goes on amongst groups of women to be more collective in our approach to supporting each other. And it didn't always used to be that way, or at least my environments never used to be that way because there's a lot of competition that can exist between women, especially in the corporate side. Did you have to overcome any of those sort of like pushback that, you know, somebody wants to be a, a bigger feature or somebody wants to have a bigger role? Did you ever find that that happened as you grew? Because I feel like that's that is a part of naturally the way things can go with women. Not always, but it can be. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's the miracle. Yeah. And people come to our networking groups, our social groups. They come to Camp Experience, and they say to me, what do you do to these women? They're all so nice. And I'm like, I really, really believe it's the law of attraction, yeah. that the kind of people that want to help others first and put others before themselves are going to like the kind of women that want to put others first. And that doesn't mean they don't have a, a good business or they're not a smart business person or they're not moving ahead in their career. It just means they kind of get, let's be girlfriends first, and then we'll do business. And um, so I really feel like we have kind of cultivated and curated this incredible tribe of these women. And more than 5,000 people have gone through our programs in the 14 years, um, and probably 2,500 are still pretty active in some role. 50% um, of the people come back to the fall camp every year. So I think that the results speak for themselves, that um, the kind of people attracted are not in competition 
they're in collaboration and it's all about the fun (laughs) because we're too busy laughing yeah and i i'm sure that if people come to the table or come to an event um that don't have that mindset they'll quickly realize that that's not a place for them correct yeah and it's not that they're bad or wrong yeah for sure there's totally no judgment so it's never like well be this way or give this much or you have to be this it's kind of like who are you and do you like dogs or cats let's talk about the important things you know, like yeah. like we're about passion and purpose and philosophy and and um, do you have another idea on how to have more fun or do you want to go thrift shopping or um, let's go get some socks for people experiencing homelessness and it just kind of breaks down I think some of the competition barriers mm-hmm. and so women seeking that when they find us feel like they have an oasis and a place to really show up and so uh, many of our camp sisters have been through all the horrors of life right you know divorce and illness and tragedy and that's so nice that we call it a sisterhood by choice mm-hmm. it's so nice you have a camp sister on your side mm-hmm. and it's totally true i i feel that way and the women that i've met so far in the network in the camp experience network are just like that they are like the sisters and you see them and you just want to hug each other and catch up on life and there's no business card stabbing going on it's truly amazing <laughs> yeah it's really sisterhood and not everybody's a hugger. So the other interesting phenomenon is people say, well, I don't really like women. You know, I don't like hanging around with women. They're all so mean. I go, okay, well, whatever you believe, you're right. Because that's true. Whatever you believe, you're right. But if you want to give it a try, you don't have to be a hugger and you don't have to be outgoing. Mm-hmm. You can come to Camp Experience, bring your journal, come to some of the seminars, hear the great speakers and take a walk. You don't have to be all in, you know, to every single moment. So it's more like a campus where you kind of opt into what excites you. So you might want to do crafts. You might want to hike. You might want to get a massage. You might want to do the fundraising or not. But you'll be surrounded by a lot of options. So we don't all, you know, think one way. We don't have to act one way. Well, that's the beauty, though. Right? You've just touched on the beauty right there is that that's one thing that's very unique is that all we know that all women are different. We all want different things. We process things a little bit differently. But if you create an environment where people can choose that and also know that if they're feeling kind of solo, that there's other people there that will join them and, and chat with them and make them feel more inclusive because it doesn't matter if you're introverted. You know, this the group that you've created are, are welcoming and warm to everybody. Yeah, there's some interesting stories over the years, and one was came from tragedy. So one of our camp sisters lost her husband, like freakish, like he was like 53, perfectly healthy one day, got cancer, died. Just oh terrible, gosh, right? Yeah. So she was at Camp Experience, and she had been a longtime camp um, sponsor, a great person. And meanwhile, two other women came who happened to be young widows. Go figure. Mm-hmm. And they meet each other at Camp Experience, and they all looked at each other going through the same stuff. Like, it's so weird, and we're so sad, and we don't know what to do, and how do we figure out our next, and how do we hang out with other people that get what we're going through, and they found each other. Mm-hmm. So they made this young widow's, like, play group or something where they went out and drank wine and had fun and went to movies, and it was just so cool that I didn't organize that. It wasn't on the agenda. Again, a good God thing that these people showed up and just were vulnerable and said, you know, I'm sad. I lost my husband. And somebody else is like, well, wait a minute. I lost my husband. And in that same group, somebody said, well, I lost my husband. Like yeah. super weird and super good. So um, again, I get out of the way, <laughs> Teverly. Yeah. I like go, I'll make the big pond of women and then I'll bring some fun, crazy ideas, some great charities, some wonderful speakers, and then I'll move over and let all the magic happen. Yeah, that's wonderful. So tell me about why the service pieces. Like how how did you choose 
giving back as part of the theme and, and how did you choose where the funding or the resources would go that you were raising? What was that process like? Well, I call myself the benevolent dictator <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just a one person company, right? I'm it's only me. So if all of you are thinking, wow, there must be I want to be on her team. Uh, my team is me and a part time assistant and then a fabulous group of people that are good in their their own way. So social media and Beth with our website and everybody. So so we are a small but mighty team. So from the very beginning, we all do. We wanted to help other women. So we went to Warren Village in Denver and Partners in Housing in Colorado Springs. And we stayed with them for the first few years. Um, from that, we started branching off. And a third of our funds is always called Random Acts of Kindness because it's just there in case we meet somebody along the way that we can help. So we did that for a lot of years. And then we started switching up the charities every couple of years. So uh, that's gone along. So there's probably 45 different charities, not only in Colorado, but all over the world that we have helped. And then this year is our second year. We're doing the Sock to Him Sock campaign in Women United as part of United Way. And then, of course, the crazy random acts of kindness. So um, we have just looked for places where our dollars go far and for places that are doing good work so we can get behind. Yeah, which is great because you're finding you're finding nonprofits that are connection with you and the and the group that's participating, which is of course, you know, that I'm really passionate about that. I find that when you match your values with a nonprofit, the the sky becomes the limit, right? There's there's no parameters that you can put on the, the, the possibilities of what can be achieved. And you've said that you've raised over a million dollars. Well yeah. so right now for um Socks. We are right at 5,000 pairs of donated socks in one year, just from the Camp Experience Network Sisters. We are right at like very slightly under one half of a million documented cash donations and way over a half a million in-kind donations. So we really feel like for 15 girls that got together and Gina in her crazy getup eating some s'mores, um, it's good. It's yeah, really good. It's and really good. Yeah. the good keeps going. You know, we just yeah. uh, keep growing and, and keep giving. And for anybody that would like to find out more information specifically on the Socket to Him Sock campaign, if you visit my business Facebook page, which is Corporate Cause Agency, you're going to see some posts that I've shared on the work that they're doing and how you can contribute because I really love what they're doing. I think it would be amazing. So you can find out more there. Um, okay, another question I have for you, Betsy. Tell me more about the different roles women fill because this is there's no, as you've mentioned, there's no possible way one person can make all of this magic happen by themselves. So how, what different roles do women fill as a part of this network? Well, as I said, the staff is very small and then the volunteerism is very large. So our model is um, small staff, myself, my assistant, a couple key key players and then we go to a committee of 25 and this committee comes to my house once a month where we check in with each other on how life is how the world is what's happening in our life so friendship first and then we do service that helps the camp experience network so we are now cutting material for a very special gift for the fall and we have to cut like seven thousand pieces of material and i'm not making that up so wow. um we accidentally have to drink a little bit of wine and um, <laughs> eat some delicious snacks and we do that and um, we're sorting clothes for the great big march 13th big shopping night at closet factory we have what's called the boutique so i am not exaggerating again i have 60 
trash bags full of donated clothing in my basement and we will sort it out and sell it and give the money to charity. So the committee is a great big player, kind of level two. And then we're fueled by 65 different sponsors at three levels that each contribute some cash and some in-kind support. So we're really grassroots. Mm. We're really hands-on. And it's all about, you know, give to get. Show up, make some friends, make some clients, help the world, have some fun. Yeah, which is which is great. And I, I can appreciate that you have put together certain groups in different areas to address certain parts of what you do, because it's you guys really do accomplish a lot. Um, and I want to I'm curious, like, how do all the men feel about this, you know, wonderful group of women, especially your your man, your husband, because I know that a lot of what happens takes place at your place. How do they feel about this whole because I mean, I've been there. I've seen all of us. I've been together. And we're like, our energy is like powerful. It's like, it's like powerful of love and light and but yet a little professional and a little giving all at the same time. Like, how does the men handle that? Okay, well, first, the shout out is to Doug Lane, my love of my life, my life partner. He has been a camp sponsor all these years. And he gets a very special piece in his contract that he sleeps with the founder. (laughs) Of, and no other sponsor, I can tell you, Taverly, no other sponsor sleeps with the founder. Really? So you, that's never an offer? It's not. For, it, it's, it's not, not offered it's to my... It's no, It's non-negotiable. Good so he know. gets the best benefit ever. <laughs> Doug, you're a lucky Doug, man. Doug, you're a lucky man. Fast Lane Productions, a wonderful company here in Denver. So we always have uber technical support. You know, it's mm-hmm. always super great. So Doug, he loves that I am in love and lights on and on fire Mm. for my career. He doesn't necessarily always love the 60 trash bags of clothing in our basement. Yeah. (laughs) That makes him a little nuts. But, you know, it doesn't make sense to go pay for an office space and a warehouse and all that. It just doesn't make sense when my world headquarters can be in our basement. And it's a little messy and there's a lot of pieces of fabric right now. (laughs) But um, he's he's a big sport about it. And his company has sponsored for all the years. And his guys are great. And so um, it's because of our life partnership, I think that it works because I respect he's got a busy career producing events, evenings and weekends, running around the globe. And he respects that I have a heart for making a difference every minute of every day. And so we come together as a family. We try to mentor our daughter in this and have her see her parents that have this heart. And then he gets over the stuff in the basement, mostly. Yeah, that sounds like some pretty good compromise. And the other men, oh, the other men love us. They do? Because, yes, I get love (laughs) notes from men. So um, there's two men that are always at camp, and they're the guys that work for Fastlane, and they call it Hormone Hall. Um, when 150 women are together in one place, they call it Hormone Hall. And, oh, my um, goodness. And I can't on the air tell you the story of the one presenter where they all had to climb under their desk because it was oh, a my. topic that was a little scary for men. Okay. Um, but the men that are uh, partners of the girls that come to camp love me because the women come back from camp events and especially the fall retreat just so filled up and relaxed and on fire and happy and loving and so they call me and say whatever you're feeding her awesome do that so well and that's it's interesting that you say that because there is um there's a female and i I, her name has slipped my mind right now but she talks a lot about relationships and infidelity and she has this premise that a lot of women look to their spouse to fill up all their needs 
and she dispels this myth. So, like she talks about the fact that you know back from when we were you know cavemen, that women congregated together. They filled up a big portion of themselves from connecting with other women and not expecting their man, their one partner, to be able to be all the things that they need, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And and over the years, that's happened, right? And especially especially young women now, they look to their man as the one person that can you know fill all of their emotional needs. And I think that what you're talking about is that your your group of women or this group of women they connect with each other and they get that need met and we know it's important women need other women they need their tribe oh yes and I really agree that um, the women I experience a lot and I experience women all day all the time um, are pretty good at figuring out what they need Mm. and that that is a good skill Because as they know that they need to go shopping or just to hang out or just to have chit-chat about some things to blow off steam, they can do that in the sisterhood. Um, Different, maybe different than they interact with their spouse or their kids. But they need that place that they can get away and balance themselves out. And um, I think it's good, too, because then they can just like on your podcast, they can get a perspective, a different idea, someone who's Mm -hmm. been through tragedy or triumph right? I mean, all together, it just makes this marination of this wonderful life. And I think it makes us better women when we're full with what we can get from women. And then we can give the rest back to our family with style and then escape from the family again <laughs> and come find the sisters. Yeah. And it is kind of a way of self-love because you're 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 yes. being able to give and receive love women to women and we know that that is that is you and I both know that is the, a big key to success. Don't you just feel smarter when you're listening to this? I know I do. The free stuff on this site is really really good, but you'll also love the stuff that comes with your premium membership. Just 4.99 a month because we want it to be accessible to everyone. And let's face it, we spend way more than that on a coffee. And it hardly helps you have a fabulous life like we do. Join today at Lady chitchatclub.com that's ladieschitchatclub.com we're gonna make your life better so we'd really appreciate the help oh and there are no commercial breaks let's get back to what we were doing now big key to success in life a big key to success in in love and in business without that connection there's a hollowness that you can go through life with and it's not so nice that's not so fun right so that's why we say just do good have fun and we get all walks of life so we will have the vibrant 75 year old who's retired and has lots of time in their hands, will get the really cool 30-something that found out about us because somebody knew somebody who knew somebody and everyone in between. We'll have entrepreneurs, we'll have business executives, we'll have everything in between. Um, And one time we had an 84-year-old jazz pianist actually play in the talent show, somebody's mother. So that was super cool. We honored for Women Who Rock, uh, Donna who was 87, 88 at the time. And uh, Donna represented all seniors, so we did a special award for her. So we are just all age diverse, race Mm. diverse, uh, belief diverse. We're just um, love centric. Yeah, and everybody is a little different, and I'll tell you, there's a couple of people that you know that I've connected with uh, on a really, you know, deep level, and one of them is Kara, who you know is going to come on. She's going to come on my podcast down the road, but we have created this like amazing connection, and we have become each other's accountability partner in both of our goals to speak, and so we have joined NSA together, and we are we're doing it together, and it's just this really amazing sort of bond that her and I have, and and you know we would have never even crossed paths if we wouldn't have been 
an event. And, you know, we probably wouldn't have gravitated to each other except for the circumstances that came up at one of the events. And it's it's truly amazing. Well, Kara is a camp experience success story. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to wreck. Yeah, your, let her let her tell the story. Podcast, but she's but, amazing. Um, I will say that Kara is the perfect example of being on a path where you stay open and you look for opportunity and you walk into where you're supposed to walk in. And, you know, we met her when she was speaking and uh, needless to say, her life was changed forever. Mm -hmm. And I consider Kara like an adopted daughter. She helps me with my 16 year old. She is just a dear, dear friend. So uh, stay tuned for the Kara Burns story. I know it's going to be amazing. Grit and grace for sure. And she's got a lot of grit, that girl. Yeah, yeah, she she does. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about challenges, because one thing that this show is all about is celebrating the fact that it's not always easy. Um, life is not easy. You know, we have, you know, we have to pivot and shift and learn as we go. And I like to talk about the things that are hard. So what part of this process in building this amazing tribe of women, which as to think about 5,000 women is, is enormous and 2,500 being regularly active. I mean, this, this is incredible. So what parts have been difficult? What are the challenges? Well, I think one of the challenges is me. Because I am always thinking, I know you know this. I know this. You're me. <laughs> um, so I am not limited by some boss, right, that says yeah. you will perform these tasks and you'll be checked off your list and that's what you're going to do. I'm limited only by my imagination, which is the good news and the bad news. So I don't necessarily think what's the easiest thing or how could I get by. I think what is the most amazing thing and how can I – Um, come up with some innovation or push the limit or do something differently. So I have spent the camp experience lifetime, but also the lifetime before when I had my own special event marketing company and I produced events. I was always thinking. Yeah, but wait, let's just back that up. Yeah. You've produced events in a significant way. And you've you've yeah. won you've won awards and you let's not let's not downplay that because the work that you've done in the event field is huge. It thank is, you. yeah. And I just want to acknowledge that because I think it's important. Well, thank you. I started at age twenty six in Suite Two BR, which was my second bedroom of my home, <laughs> and then that was my first world headquarters. And then I moved on to a like four hundred square feet world headquarters of there. It's really big. Then to a four thousand square feet headquarters in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I did. I was blessed to work on many exciting projects for the city, like the Pan American Games, and also Mm -hmm. many exciting things like Gus Macker Basketball, where we had 10,000 basketball players and all kinds of really large events uh, in those days. And then I sold that company, moved to Dallas for a couple years, and then from Dallas launched here to Denver, Colorado. So I have been blessed to be an event producer in my past Mm -hmm. life. But the reason I think I was successful is I didn't just open up Planet Hollywood. I opened up Planet Hollywood with style. So Mm. I would always think about, well, what else could we do and how different could we make it and how could it be more fun? So so I'm my own best friend (laughs) instead of worst enemy, but I'm my own best friend about my brain thinks of lots of things. And so what's tough is when you add parenting and juggling a busy husband's schedule who's out evenings and weekends and has travel and now two darling dogs and, you know, taking care of the home and doing the laundry and cooking the meals and all the other duties as assigned. Um, sometimes there's not enough hours in the day. Yeah. Uh, it's also was hard because my senior year of college, I was in a very tragic snowmobile accident where my friend Paul was killed. And from that, after 21 days in intensive care, they thought I would never walk again and mm-hmm. maybe I was brain damaged and um, 
although some might think I'm a little wacky. I think <laughs> my brain healed pretty well, but my hip did not heal that well. So I had not only one hip replacement, I had a second one because my hip was recalled for metal poisoning. Oh, that's crazy. So the same side, my right side, I have two hips. And so that physically has been really challenging because, you know, there's some days where the weather changes and my joints are just aching. Mm. And I'm... um. About to climb the Sydney Harbor Bridge in April. It might be after even you so hear this excited. podcast. Yeah. But I'm, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, my porcelain and plastic joint has to figure a way yeah. to take 1,332 steps. So physically, it isn't easy for me. Uh, I wear flat shoes. I have to do half an hour yoga to stay alive every day. You take day. care of yourself. I have to, or yeah. I will not function. So I'd say um, it's been tough because of the amount I've taken on. And it's been tough to... Um, to deal with some of the physical opportunities for growth that my body faces um, from some right. tragic right. incidents. Right, because you're, you're, you really are the kind of person that does not, there is no box. There's no thinking outside of the box because in your world, there is no box. Uh, no, so this fall at Camp Experience, we're doing, we're doing a thousand acts of peace and doing a thousand steps of peace. And what that means is the International Day of Peace is September 21st, and Camp Experience has an uh, international alliance with our global sisterhood network with something called Peace Jam, which has all the Nobel laureates and really is about kids and peace. So to honor International Day of Peace, we are putting together knapsacks for people in Colorado Springs experiencing homelessness. And then in the nap snacks, we already have Delta Dental has given us toothbrushes and toothpaste and sock to sock campaign. We've gathered socks and we have all kinds of things in the nap snacks. And then we will walk like a walk and do a thousand steps to deliver them to five agencies that serve the homeless population in Colorado Springs on the 20th of September. So not only will we do good, we will have a bunch of fun and we'll be bonding and doing a, a great big customer, a community service project. But um, that is part of the problem is <laughs> I think of things like that. <laughs> so now I need a thousand chapsticks. If you're listening, I need a thousand chapsticks, need, a thousand condoms. You have a thousand, a thousand, I need a thousand of lots anything. of tampons okay. and, uh, you know, just get a hold of Tavra Lee and she'll get a hold of me because we're gathering all the resources to make these knapsacks spectacular. So, okay. So for all of you that are listening, I haven't given you the, the website yet, but it's campexperience.com. Go check it out because literally everything that Betsy's talking about can be found there and all of the information. And we're going to talk more about this year's camp coming up in just a moment, but I wanted to make sure to give you the website. So it's fresh campexperience.com. All the information you need to know is there. Events, camp, everything you need to know. And if you're even just looking for a way to get involved and you're not sure how you want to do it, come volunteer. You know, contact contact Betsy, contact me, and we will get you in touch with, with a camp sister to get involved in some way, shape, or form. Um, but this is definitely, if this sounds like something you're interested in, you should definitely come out, get involved, find a way, say hello, find us on social media. All of Betsy's stuff is on social media. You can find Camp Experience Network literally on every platform. Just type it in, search it. It will come up and you can find a way to connect. Yeah, it's Camp Experience, one word. And Camp Experience Network, we are everywhere. And then there's Boost Power Radio. And that is our good news and good times platform where we talk about everything from camp plus with other amazing guests. So again, we just are putting good in the world because we believe the good times and the good love is what it's all about. So yeah, so that's the good news and bad news about my brain, Taverly, mm -hmm. is like I couldn't just get together and do a scavenger hunt like we did last year. I kind of added the 1,000 knapsacks and 1,000 steps of peace. But if every camp sister raises $100, right, that's the big idea for the walk, 
that's 10 people giving them 10 bucks that's 130 people that's thirteen thousand dollars that's yeah. a big deal and it's painless because who doesn't have 10 friends for 10 bucks or five friends for 20 bucks that would just sponsor you for your walk yeah. so um, i think it just lets everybody but the cool magic is how good you're going to feel when you throw your 100 bucks into that hat next to 130 amazing women and you put on your parasmina and you walk through the town in a big group and you do something amazing for someone else you will get the benefit and that's the ripple effect because it's not just the person that's participating. It's also all of the people that they talk to to get that 5 or $10. And then those, if they're women specifically, they might say, oh, what's that? Oh, maybe I would like to participate in that. Okay, so let's, let's talk about this year's camp. Tell me the dates, the information, um, everything our listeners should know about this year's camp. So camp is the fall getaway. It's two and a half days. It's September 20 through 22, 2019. In case this is in the future and you're listening back, we're always kind of the third week of September, and we're in the beautiful Black Forest this year outside of Colorado Springs at La Foray Conference Center. And so how it looks is you pull up to this amazing, beautiful facility. You unload into a cabin where you drive up front. You see the roaring fire as you go into your yummy little snuggly little bunk bed <laughs> you can pick an upper or a lower or if you're really wild you can stay in our yurt village and on your bed is yurt a present wait, did you say yurt village? we have a yurt village okay, yes keep going we have a yurt village so if you're an outdoorsy type stay in our yurt village um, so you're in your cabin and there's a beautiful gift on the bed and you're given this other beautiful gift on arrival and then you start your day with lunch and inspiration and you stuff your 1000 bags and you come back for a happiness hour, uh, delicious, yummy dinner, and then speakers on Friday night and performers and a, a tribal fire ceremony and all kinds of really cool stuff. And then you go back and get up for a full day Saturday that starts in the morning with stretching and yoga if you're interested, a beautiful breakfast and seminars and speakers all morning. And then the afternoon, you pick your adventure. You could do archery or hiking or photography, or maybe you get a spa massage, something wonderful. You could do healing or walk the labyrinth. You kind of get the afternoon to pick your own adventure. You could always shop at the boutique, the B-O-W-tique, and get some really good deals. And then you come back together Friday night for dinner and a wonderful evening, including the talent show. And then you get up Saturday morning, another beautiful breakfast and a, a morning full of speakers, an incredible Sunday with Bernie Slowey and her big surprise. Mm. And then you go um, have a brunch and head over to the chapel for the grand finale and get that present that we're cutting those 7,000 pieces of material for. So I'm going to say it's good to be good so all sprinkled through the weekend is just education inspiration and connection lots of outdoors um, casual walking around it's a very nice flat area uh, you can drive around if you need to but it's a uh, it's just action-packed with surprises and gifts and you go home knowing you've made a difference for others all through the weekend we gather money and Sunday we do a big ceremony to give the money to the charity so it's a magical weekend and there's about 40 spots left and this is February so we usually sell out and we're selling fast so check out campexperience.com hover over events you'll see the retreat and uh, look at the details oh thank you Betsy this is this is going to be life-changing for so many people and thank you for coming on the show and talking all about this amazing work that you do and this amazing group of women that you've brought together because I think that for me it's it's just been so incredible to see this this way that women can communicate and connect outside of 
of any sort of you know stress and and drama and negativity and I love it so much so thank you well we are so happy to have you as a <laughs> sister and are you going to ask me the grit and great part because I've been practicing I'm almost there <laughs> I'm practicing that in my head I'm, I'm like great, I mean great, I could just like tur- I could just like turn the show over to you you already no, know but coming. I've been practicing ever since you told me okay so here we go so my final question is what percentage of grit and grace are you Okay, so this is what I think is my observation. Okay. I think in my 20s and 30s, I was 80% grit Mm. and 20% grace. And I would describe that as I made it happen. Like I started a business and I made it successful because I was on fire and I just did anything it took, morning, day, and night. You know, make, 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 make. Like a push. It was like a push. Yeah. And like never, ever thinking it would just be okay, right? And I would say that in my 40s and now 50s, um, I've learned that let not mm. make. Let it happen. Look for the flow. Look for the lights. Look for the like-minded people. Let go of the wrong people, the wrong place, the wrong thing. If something doesn't happen, say thank you. Something doesn't happen. So now I'd like to say I still have a lot of grit because it's kind of me making mm-hmm. it happen. But I still think I shoot for between 60 and 80% grace. Mm. And depending on what day it is in the sponsor cycle or the funding mm-hmm. or getting some of the stuff planned, uh, the rest is grit. But I really feel like the grace and the blessings of God and, and all the wonderful things that happen to all of us are really um, taking front and center. And I'm thinking for my 60s, I'm going for like 80, 20, and maybe try good to goals. head for 90, 10. That's a good goal. I right? mean, it's very rare. I came in here today saying I was like 60% grace today and 40% grit. And I'm normally completely the opposite of that. And maybe it's you, you know, getting to talk to you today. I knew I was, you bring the grace in for me. Well, I think that you are a gift and this show is awesome. And I'm so happy about your box. I'm happy to be a contributor. Thank Everyone, you. if you have not signed up yet for the subscription box it is going to be the best thing that happens to you in your life so please be sure you get that and uh continue watching for the antics of taverly and betsy (laughs) because we're taking over the world whether the world likes it or not right uh and we'll come back after our big adventure to iceland and uh then we will see uh, what kind of amazing grit and grace we will have on that journey you know, Betsy, there's so many things you and I are going to do together in the coming years and lifetimes. I'm just so excited to know you and so grateful that you have circled into my sphere in all kinds of ways in my life and in, and in business and on this podcast. And your message is just wonderful. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And I'll come back anytime. Well, we will definitely take you up on that. Anytime. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Grit and Grace. If you are listening to us on iTunes today, please make sure that you leave a comment and give us a rating. And if you're on the ladieschitchatclub.com, you're welcome to join as a premium member. You get to listen to this then without any commercials. But, of course, it's always free for you as well. And if you want to reach me, you can find me. You've got my name underneath this episode. It's kind of like a highlighted little red name. Or there's a Contact Us box. You can always reach me, and I'm happy to get you in touch with Betsy. All of the information on Camp experience will be in the show notes so if you have any questions you're going to be able to find her there and thank you my friends go be fierce ladies and gentlemen do not forget to visit our new subscription box site grit grace and glory at gx3box.com there you can find out how you can sign up to receive monthly inspiration education and some special stuff to help celebrate you and the best part is every box will have a contribution to a nonprofit or a social enterprise because we all know we like to be our best and give back to the community